consider yourself normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals conversation and the whole thing disappeared well so then i brought it back and it told me i didn't have an account did i want to set one up and i'm like you i was just on my account and then it moved me to my microsoft account and it was like you what's going on so uh, so hi, hi everybody. Hey Byron. Wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's we can't talk to you because you haven't gone ring ring. Are you? Oh, are you recording already? Yeah, but we'll edit it out. All right, ready? But yeah, no. I mean, I'll tell you what's happened. It's Lisa already told me. It's least It's Mercury retrograde. Oh yeah, no question. It Is has there, been an awful day. Is, is there a set of plan, planets, and this might be a question for somebody else, I don't know, but I think y'all are wise. Is there a set of planets or a configuration that is about, that would affect technology? All the big outer planets are retrograde, all of them. Neptune, Saturn, they're all retrograde. All of them are retrograde at the same time? Yeah. Well, scary. <laughs> well, we might have one that's gone direct in the past few days since I've looked, but yeah. Yeah, wow. I think Venus went direct yesterday, so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, how nice. Yeah, thoughtful of it. <laughs> so, hey, Byron, guess what I have? What? I have that spiffy broom I was telling you about. I'm trying to not think about the retrograde planets. Remember I told you I was going to go get that broom at the shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? Oh, yummy. I love brooms. I do, too. And I'm a big and fan. I said something about sweeping, or somebody said something about sweeping. And they were like, well, you know, you don't necessarily need this one to clean the house with. It's magic. And I was like, well, if it's really magic, it'll clean the damn house for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I swear, right now, my my patience is just at an end with um with so many people who are like, I just don't know what to do about that. I just and it's like, do you, are you a magic worker? Yes. Well, why don't you try some magic? Well, Jesus, if you do magic, do magic. Uh, <laughs> why do they? Well, I mean. I don't know. I think people look for guidance, and they're just not used to doing thinking for themselves. Yeah. yeah, they're not used to thinking for themselves. So maybe we should just tell them, quit watching TV. <laughs> Pick up a book or go plant a garden or something. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, 
You know, it's hard times right now, and I'm being very aware of that. Yeah, yeah, I know it is hard times, and we've been doing the best we can. We're all just doing the best we can. <laughs> um, I don't know if we all are, but some of us are. <sighs> all of us in the group, hopefully. I'm sure. I'm sure I could do better. Well, we all could probably do better too, but still. Oh, you are such a Pollyanna today. I love that. Me, I'm trying to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've I've got the recording thing on, and I'm not sure if Lisa's used to hearing me get as rough as I'm capable of getting sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to hear that side of me, Byron. Oh, <laughs> I did. That's you're afraid it'll ruin your relationship. <laughs> No, not at all, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so, here we are cackling like a bunch of, anyway. Um, so, how's your garden doing, Miss Lisa? Then I'm going to ask Miss Byron, then I'm going to brag on mine. It is wonderful. My tomatoes are getting so tall. I got beans coming up. The birds ate all my corn, though, so. I got one little stalk of corn coming up. Oh, how about you, Byron? Well, I am sitting here trying not to crunch too loud because my snow peas are doing their second coming. Ooh. And I've got a big pile of snow peas that I'm I'm cleaning as I go. And and I've I've eaten half of them. Just sitting here. So yeah, my garden's doing real well. I got two kinds of beans coming in, the last of the peas. Squash is about to happen. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm a happy girl. Will you replant peas if uh, after the second batch? Mm, I might in the fall. They really are a cool season crop. Mm. They don't like it when it gets hot. Oh, okay. like me. <laughs> like all of us. <laughs> well, I don't want to make y'all feel bad or anything, but I have about a two-inch long hot pepper now. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> None of the other plants have done anything yet, but, you know. What can you say? That's one impressive. Yeah, I go out every day and talk to it and take pictures of it and edit and all that stuff, you know. Um, it's brought me a lot of pleasure. It really, really has during pandemic time. So I wanted to tell you, you know, we got the rare outing and got to go and get my broom and, and a few other things. And... Uh, Gomez picked up a candle and it was a uh, rainbow, you know, had all these different colors and had an odd figure on it. And it ended up, we did a little research and it was Santa Muerta. Do you know who the Mexican saint? Santa Muerta. Muerta, Muerte, what I used to call it Muerte. Well, that's because you're from Western North Carolina. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And I don't, well, yeah, that's probably exactly right. Anyway, so as we were kind of researching that saint and what the significance of the colors were and, and all of that, we were talking about intuitiveness and, you know, how to pick something up. You know, buy a new garden intuitively. And Lisa, I think your shop is partially intuitive and partially guided and directed, you know, but... Uh, we were we were talking about that and we were thinking about that and I wanted that to kind of be 
something that we discussed a little bit because I get questions about, I know y'all do too. How do you do such and such? And how do you do such and such? And a lot of it is using your intuition when you are in practice. And so it's like you need your daily practice to get good at it. And then the intuition part is what kind of helps you, keeps you safe, tells you what to do, what your next steps are. Um, that word, though, didn't come to my consciousness until, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, I heard the word and started using it. I never met a group of people like y'all before who do things so well. It just kind of meshes. So how do you get to that place where you can just intuitively do things and they work out for you? What do you think? Hmm. Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? No, I, I, was just, I was just giving Lisa a chance to talk. You know, I tend to jump in. Uh, well, okay, I'll start, I guess. Um, I've been on this land my whole life. And the place I garden now is not the place I gardened when I was a kid. But I can see the place I gardened when I was a kid when I stand in my front yard. So I've been around this land a long time, and I listen to it. I always have. And the lis the listening to it helps me. I don't even know if it's my intuition or if the land tells me what it needs, and I just give it what it needs. Interesting. And did you ever know anybody you gardened that way? Yeah, everybody I knew gardened that way. In, when you were a kid? Yeah. They, they, they just knew it, you know. For either folklorically, I remember my dad, who came from a long line of uh, subsistence farmers, he could put soil in his mouth at the beginning of the season and yeah. switch it around in his mouth and spit it out. And he knew what it needed, whether it was nitrogen or whatever, he knew. He could tell by the taste of it. Wow. Wow. And so that chalky would, yeah, I get that. I sort of get that. You have to really know your land to be able to do that. Yeah. Probably wouldn't want to do it if you had your property too close to the interstates, you know. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Interesting. Well, they had all kinds of folkloric signs that they would tell me about when I was a kid, you know. Mm -hmm. Plant until this time, and you make sure and do it during this part of the moon, and, and so on. And they would write it down and keep records. I don't, I don't, I don't keep records like they did, and I'm so sorry now that I haven't. I wish I had. Anyway, so I, I've started keeping a journal, uh, a gardening journal, and I've done it mainly because the weather's changing so much. Yeah. And you know, it's the, it's hard to predict like you used to be able to what the weather was going to do. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of anxious about passing that down to my kids. I think they will enjoy that. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody in my family's always garden. So I don't know how much I've got that's intuition and how much is just people coming in and telling me what to do. That's the way you're afraid to know how to do it because that's how they dodge it. Well, we got you. It makes you wonder how much we get just from osmosis. Well, probably a lot. It does. Yeah, when you're around a lot of people that garden and and keep an orchard and all that stuff, do you just do you just get it because you're there? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. How long have you been gardening, Byron? All your life? Yep. 
you, Lisa, all your life, I guess? Yeah, I remember my first garden. I was about six, seven years old. When I became independent and I went out on my own for the first time, probably one of the first things I did was try and scratch out a little piece of a garden. I did a terrible job. I didn't have any gardening tools. I didn't have any money to buy things, you know, but I still wanted to scratch out a little piece of something and say, this is some land, this is mine, I'm going to grow something on Just something in the blood, I think. I yeah. Interesting thought. Well, my relatives did it and made it look easy. And honestly, Byron, you make it look easy too. And Lisa, I haven't seen your garden, but... Uh, Imagine y'all do a better job than I do. So have we got anything hilarious or funny or worth listening to to say? Well, I, I'm enjoying the gardening conversation myself, but I don't know how hilarious it is. Well, I, was, I could tell you if I don't make some kraut pretty soon, I'm going to lose these big old Savoy cabbages, and that is a fact. Ooh, that would be a shame. Because now it's bug time. You bake it by the moon, Byron? Yeah. Well, how do you do that by the moon? I'm sorry, I don't know. Well, you just wait for the right moon sign and do it so it's so it is sour but it keeps. And I don't I don't even know where the moon is right now, to be honest. Well uh we just had a dark moon what last week? Yeah, but I don't know where it is now. Yeah, we're heading towards full next week. So. I'm, I picked up my handheld computing device so I could figure out where the moon is. Your See, I'm fancy like you. Oh, yes, you are. Well, and yes, you are. Mine hasn't been doing that well lately. I've had heck issues. That's why I was asking about that. My grandpa would say, well, you ought to just put it down then, not let it bother you. <laughs> Think about that. Do you, do you know that there was a time in my life when I would go somewhere and I would not have a phone with me? I did not have a phone with me. I might be in the woods even. No phone. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I'm, I've, been yeah. Doing that. I've been doing that now, actually. That's good for you. I used to, uh, when I taught a computer class, I remember, and I taught it to primarily seniors, this class anyway, and I remember talking to them and saying, well, part of what they would do would primarily come in to learn technology because otherwise they wouldn't be able to communicate with their grandkids and kids. So at first it was, well, we have to have this cell phone or we have to have an email address and, you know, and they'd kind of gripe about it. And I'd, I'd tell them now, look, I'm Oh, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Gomez, down. <laughs> it's groundhog time of day so is it the groundhogs are out yeah yeah, yeah. but i would uh tell them don't get on your grandkids too much because they've never known a time when a cell phone didn't exist and that would kind of blow their minds sometimes i'd say think about it they've never known a time when you had to put a potato in the oven to bake it that just blows people's minds when they think about it today, that you have to bake a potato for 45 minutes to have a potato, you know. And and that would always kind of blow their minds. And then, I, then they'd learn the technology a little bit. 
begrudgingly. <laughs> Thinking about my relatives all weekend, Byron. That's because you went out there, isn't it? That's it. Made that little run out there for a little bit of shine. Excuse me, medicine. Sorry. Medicine material. Did your family call it shine? They did not use the word in front of me at all. They never spoke about alcohol in any way. And I can honestly say I never saw a single relative take a drink except for my grandfather. I saw him have a beer every now and then. And I asked my grandma what it was because I wanted it. I was hot outside and she was giving me Kool-Aid or water or something. And I wanted something like my grandpa had. And she said, no, that's just cow piss. You don't want that stuff. And I said, no, it's not. Why would he drink that? She said, no, it is. And she handed me a warm beer. Now, now that I'm grown up, I know warm beer, you know. But And I, I remember she let me take a sip of it, and I spit it out. She said, see, it ain't worth nothing. And uh, I never did see him drink in front of me. I'm sure that they did, especially since I know where that, you know, shine came from. <laughs> but uh, never saw it in front of me. Not one time. <laughs> Rumor has it that my mother would not marry my father unless he promised that he would never touch alcohol. Well, and so I remember he would occasionally, one of his customers would bring him in a bottle of whiskey or something for Christmas or whatever day, whatever thing, and he would put it in a cabinet. And I'm sure that those bottles are still there. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, it's devotion. I guess. They weren't religious people um, necessarily, although I, I do think that my grandma's generation were more Christian. They would go to church and, you know, they'd do that. But the rest of my family, we didn't have any specific reason not to drink. So it was just kind of interesting to me how differently that is how different it was viewed in my family from the average family. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Now that I'm older, I don't know what caused that. I really don't. Huh. Anyway, well, I'm glad, though. Redheads are not supposed to drink alcohol. Did you know that? Why is that? I have no idea. People used to tell me that. Oh, she's redhead. You know, and they'd make assumptions about me having a temper because I had red hair. They tell me I shouldn't drink. They tell me all kinds of stuff because of my hair. So, y'all? Yes, ma'am? <laughs> well, well, you said that like you were about to introduce the subject, so I wanted to appear uh, eager. Eager to listen? Yes. Well, really what I'm doing is thinking, is this entertaining? Should I tell some, some joke or something? I like talking to y'all. It's very casual and, and laid back for me. But then when I hit that record button, I start thinking, well, is this is this good enough to put out there? Oh, no. We'll have to see. Well, I don't know. Maybe first we'd have to figure out what our criteria is for good. Yeah, yeah. Well, so far, we just get on talking and hope for the best. Uh, that's true. I like to tell stories. Now, see, any of this stuff that we don't want in there, Craig will edit it out because he's awesome that way. He will. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig. We love you. Did you have a good birthday? 
Hey, ladies. Yeah, I did. I had a great birthday, and I'm leaving this stuff in here, so uh, <laughs> no pressure. Week, so that's good. And Lisa, what do you what do you think we ought to be talking about this time? If we're fired, I have I have no idea. Ring ring <laughs> ring 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 ring. Hello, hello. Here she goes again, Lisa. <laughs> it's always hello, different. Byron. It's always different. <laughs> I can't help it. How you doing, Miss Byron? I'm good. How are y'all doing? I'm good. How about you, Lisa? I'm good. How weird. We all three of us. Yay. Uh, that's because we're all lying. <laughs> we're going to get about 10 minutes into this, and we're going to be like, well, let me tell you what happened just today at work. <laughs> It'll be great. Lisa, will you tell us some work stories? Do you have any to tell us? <laughs> oh, Lord, what do you want me to start with? <laughs> I'm going to start with all the people that drive three or four hours up the mountain to come shop, but don't bother to call and see when we're open or how we're open or if we're open. And then they're mad because they can't come in just when they want to. Oh, so we're talking about dealing with the general public. Well, and you know what? They shouldn't even be out during a dust storm anyway. Is this a dust storm? Well, I What what happened? What happened? <laughs> Everything got quiet. Yeah. And I can't see because of the dust. <laughs> Where is everybody? Yeah, you heard everybody. Is it a dust storm or is it just a big old cloud? I mean, not a No. Cloud. It's a big old dust storm. It's all uh, dust out of the Sahara. Oh. They they tell me it happens every year, but you know, this is 2020, so it's going to be bigger and yeah. mon more monstrous. Steroids. Uh-huh. Exactly. It, I know that it, the mountains were really beautiful yesterday and clear and pretty because I made a comment about them because I took off to make that run, that medicine run for you, Byron. And Thank you. I love my medicine. Do you? Have you checked yeah. it out yet? I have. It's, it's, it's tincturing medicine. It's not drinking medicine, but that's no. good. It's strictly for Mm -hmm. Strictly medicinal. Y'all <laughs> yeah. will get some of it at some point when you need elderberry tincture. And y'all, I'm crunching snow peas, so if you can hear me crunching, go, shut up. <laughs> Drink more wine and eat fewer snow peas. Make some more medicine. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. So the mountains are clear, so driving out you know, towards the western part of the state. Uh-huh. I noticed that today, nothing like that. It looks very smoggish. Smoggish or something, you know. Uh, I didn't know if it was going to rain or what. I, I was like, oh, okay. And my breathing can tell that there's a little bit of a situation going on. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my lungs are sensitive. So I, I'm careful about stuff like that. And it's every uh, year, you say? What? Every year, this thing? Yeah, is? that's what I hear. I never thought of it before, but I guess maybe before it wasn't a big deal. I see. I got you. Well, I don't was, ever remember it being this smoggy before. Driving home, I couldn't see the mountains at all. It looked like it did back when the fires were burning around yeah. here. You know, that's what I was thinking, too. Appalachia burning. Yep. Whew. Yeah. Well, it was an interesting 
it was an interesting drive there yesterday and I got all kinds of memories going up Grandmama Road there and got to see a few of my kin not didn't stay long everything was socially distanced you know but it was a a quick wave and thank you very much taking off back down the road and I thought of all the times I drove a 1972 Cadillac Coupe de Ville. It was as big as a house. It was like a boat. And I, it would take about one tank of gas to drive for an hour and a half. And I would barrel up those mountains and around those curves on Stikoa and stuff. And I thought, how could I ever have done that? I had hardly any experience driving back then because I was very young. I got an old car from somebody and... Nowadays, I would not drive that way, and I drive a much safer car. But dang, man, we lived for that kind of all around the mountains and all around the hairpin curves and stuff like that. How fast can you make it go? <laughs> and I know you did too, Byron. I don't know about Lisa, but I know Byron did. Me and her talked about it. We used yeah. to do it in high school. We'd drive up to Jump Off Rock in Hendersonville, and it was one of those windy roads and that's where everybody went to party and jump off so then they'd all be drinking and then come back down that mountain that way uh, drunk as skunk uh-huh coming down we nobody ever had any accidents but huh interesting hmm. well, we we i guess if there was drinking going on i'm sure there was drinking going on i know there was because i remember some classmates who died from it do you remember them coming so and it was sad as it could be but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Things were a lot more casual then. People would drive around without seatbelts. They'd drive 75 miles an hour and have a beer open in the car and a cigarette and the kids in the back seat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. Oh, golly. Yeah, we used to run uh, Pisgah Highway. Pisgah we ran, yeah, we ran it fast. We ran it drunk. We ran it half the time with our headlights off. We... It is a miracle I'm sitting here right now talking to y'all. Wow. You drive it with your headlights on? We used to play this game called game called Secret Agent Man. And we would we would start out in the parking lot of uh, what is now Inca Middle School, but it was the high school then. And somebody would have like a two minute head start and they'd head out towards Pisgah Highway. And then the other the other carload of crazy young'uns would take out after them and when we got to Pisgah Highway everybody turned their lights off Whoa. and the whole point was that we were going to catch up with the car ahead of us so we're just driving like maniacs with no headlights on and I don't know what we thought we were trying to prove but that's what we did and how old were you don't tell me 35 no seven, 17 I was in high school you know 16 17 something like that you were driving that badass, was it a Camaro? 69 Camaro, best car I ever had. What was the best car you ever had, Lisa? Lord, I don't know. I had a Datsun that I really liked a lot, but I don't know if you call that a best car. <laughs> best car <laughs> then my grandfather had this old Plymouth that he gave me, and it had um, push buttons that you would hit to change the gears. Push buttons. It pushed wow. buttons. Wow, wow. 
Interesting. Uh, interesting. I wonder, do you remember what it's called? What kind of blue? I don't. I remember it was blue. That's usually the way I remember my cars by the color of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that green one. Well, I remember the year my mother, who is a very, um, I hate to use this term, conservative, because that may not necessarily be my mother, but she was, she always kind of followed the rules and, and she was a good employee and a good citizen and just a real good person. And then one day she showed up with a bright blue convertible two seater MG. Do you remember those little tiny cars? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was like, mom is driving. What? <laughs> what? And it was a, it was even a, stick shift and so she went from like a, a station wagon no joke a station wagon to this little tiny mg and i have yet to figure out what caused that but she did love that car so <laughs> i don't know now that i'm older my mom i i wonder about a lot of things it's like I, maybe i should ask her since she's still around you know about some of the stuff that went <laughs> speaking of driving with the lights out my dad would do that. He would, when we were driving back from Robbinsville, sometimes he would just boop, turn the lights out, not not give us any warning, boop, just turn the lights out for a little bit. And Ma, I'd hear mom smack him, Mick, and he'd turn the lights back on again. <laughs> a little bit of a laugh. So, that's, uh, I guess that's the mountain thing to drive around. You don't have anything else to do. Well, there wasn't anything to do. I mean, you know, I lived out in the country, so when it was gardening time, there was that to do. When it was cleaning the horse barn time, there was that to do. But as far as the kind of excitement that you want when you're that age, you had to make it. You sure did. Did y'all have to do the Sunday drives with the family where you just go out driving around looking at things? Yeah, sometimes. When I was younger, we did, when I was little. Did and they never, nothing was ever open. And we were always starving. And oh. my daddy would buy, you know, stop at a store and get a loaf of bread and some tomatoes and potted ham. But we wouldn't have a damn knife in the car, of course. <laughs> I remember peeling a tomato open with my fingernails when I was about six years old. Because oh. I wanted a tomato on my sandwich. Oh, bless you. I know, it's pitiful, isn't it? I, I remember that my family would get a big bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken and put it in the car in the back seat for my grandma because that was a big deal to bring her that. She loved that so much. And it took back in the day, it took more than two hours to get from here to there, uh, like two and a half hours because they didn't have the interstate in yet. And we'd take 1923 all the way in. And by the end of that, I'd be trying to sneak some chicken, you know. <laughs> And my mom had eyes in the back of her head, and she'd be like, don't you do that, you know. How did she know? <laughs> oh, gosh, you made me think of those big old buckets of fried chicken. That was that was the deal back then. And they had those yeah. little moist towelettes. We were talking about those. Yes. Moist, the little square things. Then you open it up, and it smells like lemon, and it washes your hands. It's like... And that led to the conversation about anything that's called an et, like a towelette, that uh -huh. a, towelette a dinette, a kitchenette, 
those are all like little miniature versions of things. <laughs> the dinette, <laughs> the kitchenette, the penisette. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. Now you've got us talking. <laughs> sorry. And I wasn't thinking of anyone in particular. Honest, I wasn't. <laughs> So. Yeah, we used to, I used to sometimes spend the weekend at my grandmother's, well, Saturday night, yeah. um, and that was the treat. She would go to the Kentucky Fried Chicken and get a big old bucket of chicken, and we would have chicken Saturday night, and then we'd have the leftovers Sunday after church. Did you go to church? She did. Oh, yeah, she sang in the choir. And were you a churchgoer? I went to church with her when I spent the night with her on Saturday night with her and my grandpa. I I would occasionally, um, my grand, yeah, I would occasionally too. And it was kind of an uneasy relationship for me with church because I got so much churching in school. Because we, I mean, over at, at my school, they would teach math and history and all of that straight out of the Bible. Or so it's like, why do I want to go to church? I never really did get it. And, of course, I didn't have that fire of the spirit like they say you need to be able to go to church well. I just never did have it. It was an interesting place, though, and I did spend some time there. And I liked the music very much, you know. But I always really liked the Kool-Aid and the cookies that they served us at church. That was the only reason they got me to go. Now, when you say Kool-Aid and cookies, is that like the southern version of of uh, of mass of what do you call the little? <laughs> no, that's just what they. Get, I guess that's what they used to get all the little children to come to church. Uh, but they it was Kool Aid and cookies. <laughs> it was. It was that just part of Bible school, or was that part of the ceremony or something? No, that was Sunday school. That was Sunday school. Oh. That was Sunday school. They always gave us Kool Aid and cookies. <laughs> What kind of church was it, Lisa? It was the Baptist church. Hmm. Did they allow Go ahead. Did they allow dancing and stuff at their Oh no, no, no. Nope. I, I love to dance, so that was always my big thing about not going was mm, I can't believe you can't dance. Well, I know. I mean, in the Bible David danced. You know, they danced all through the Bible. It was, I believe it was the Baptist that started the whole let's not dance thing. And they, my, I've heard it called belly rubbing. There'll be no belly rubbing and stuff like that. This is weird. I don't get it. But anyway, <laughs> my great aunt. Belly rubbing. Well, that's one of my favorite jokes to tell Baptists. You know why Baptists don't have sex standing up? Because mm -mm. somebody might see them and think they're dancing. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That's actually kind of funny. Well, you, my, my, my great aunt Marie, who I was partially named after, uh, she lived to be 99, and Ooh. she would often tell me that she had never danced in her life, never taken a dance step in her life. And I thought, I remember thinking that was kind of sad. It <laughs> is. You know, well, she was a joyful, happy person, though. But, you know, maybe that might explain my lack of grace. I have a total lack of grace trying to dance. So maybe that's because none, none of my 
relatives ever danced or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, I believe I'm going to keep the windows closed today or tonight because uh, of the dust coming down from the Sahara, which I don't remember having happened when I was a kid, but I think I will do that, and I think tomorrow I'm going to try and get up really early and see what kind of beautiful sunrise we have. And uh, if I do, if we get a good one and I get a decent picture of it, I'll make sure and post it up there on that page. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. Up at sunrise. I don't know. I've been get, I get up pretty early, but not sunrise. I get up about seven. It's pretty light by then. It is. It is. Well, I know I can go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I not me. Go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, well, I have really enjoyed driving back home to help you get some uh, materials for medicine. Yes, and thank really, you very much. Honestly, the next time we can safely do so and, you know, get around each other and hang out and be in the same car together without without any kind of worry about it, I really would love to take you, uh, and I'm by you, I mean you and you, Lisa, if you ever get any time off. Um, to Robbinsville and just show you some of the sites around there, the old country road. You can still find some things on the trip from Asheville to Robbinsville that are like they used to be. You can still see some old shacks sell stuff and, you know, the, the old auction house is still there. Although I don't know if it functions as an auction anymore. And, but, uh, and you can still buy honey by the side of the road and all of that. So I'd oh, love nice. It. I think you'd like it. It sounds wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I will let y'all go do the southern southern goodbye thing. Just tell you I enjoy getting to talk with you. It makes my week every time I get to. Well, it seems like the sky is turning pretty pink. Is it? Yep, starting to pink up. Starting to pink up. There you go. Well, go and take a picture of it. How about that? And I want y'all to be well. You too. Absolutely. And, yeah, and there we go. And I want everybody to be well. Yes, and wear your mask and wash your damn hands. Wash your damn hands. <laughs> you know, it's not rocket science. Uh-uh. It's wearing a mask and washing your hands. That's and, be nice to and be nice. And be nice. Please be nice. There's just no reason not to be. Oh, okay. So y'all behave yourselves. All righty. Well, it's good to talk to y'all. Good you to talk too. To you. Thank y'all for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Y'all, we couldn't have done any of this without Craig at Sunslice Records. We just want to say thanks.
Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals. Why?